Hello, I'm Luca De Giglio, and this is the Web3 in Travel podcast, where you can learn about crypto, blockchain, and how the new internet will change travel. Recently, I was in a, a call with the Spanish um, Web3 in tourism, Web3 in travel course, is Hospitalidad Emprendedora from a couple of guys from Barcelona. And there were some of the students, and one of them was a, a lady from a hotel. And well, I basically tried to answer the question what would I do if I had a hotel today, and what would I do with Web3? And then uh, a few days later, I was in Istanbul at a conference and I was talking to a girl who has a villa uh, somewhere in France, a beautiful villa, and she's very interested in Web3. She's also knowledgeable. And we, we end up discussing what actions she could take to do something with Web3. And that was interesting. But both, of, both the discussions were, were interesting. So in this episode, I'm trying to basically think aloud and answer the question, what would I do if I was a hotel today, not in the future, not potentially, like today, and actually do something practical with the web tree? And the short answer, in my opinion, is basically try to attract the web tree crowd. So there's a growing demographic of web tree users who are more than willing to try new things and they are probably excited in trying you know in staying in a hotel or accommodation or villa or apartment where they can get something crypto out of it something web tree out of it so we have to think ways to give them something and of course the most interesting thing usually is the price so we have to ask ourselves can we give them a better price and usually i think this shouldn't be a problem because those people will be booking through an OTA and that will be a direct booking. So can we give them a 10% discount if they go direct? That should never be a problem. Then in practice, often it is because how many times you see a hotel on booking, then you call them and you say, I want to book direct. Can I get a better price? And they go like, no, no, just go on booking or book direct and it's the same price or higher. And there's many reasons for that still. If somebody can book directly, there is the possibility to give a better price. So this is one thing. But this is also the most obvious answer. And often the value is not in the, the most obvious answer. In Okay, I'm not trying to answer this for the general demographic. I'm not trying to kind of tell you how these people think and how they will behave. I'll take it personally. Like, what would I do? Uh, what would I want from a hotel? And I've been traveling a lot lately and I spent uh, many, many nights in hotels all over Asia and Europe. And I, I ended up always booking on Booking.com or Agoda, basically. I failed almost all the time to book directly. But that's another discussion again. So what is missing? What, what would you like to get, which I'm not getting today from hotels? And I have a very clear answer here. Guys, I want an NFT which proves I've been there. I want a proof. I want a web tree, blockchain, uh, immutable proof that I've been in that hotel. Because that would allow me to build my portfolio of places I visited. 
I'm not going to go into why I want to do that. It's in other episodes, but a short version is like, this is going to be very valuable. Now, I booked many nights in Agoda and booking and I got nothing back. Nothing. Yeah, I got some genius points or whatever. Yeah, okay. But there's no anything which is connected to my persona, which I can take away and show around, right? It's everything stuck in booking. It's everything stuck in the mailing list of the hotel. There's nothing for me. They keep this data for themselves, not for me. This is not done to give me value. This is done for them to kind of build value on top of it. So to extract more value in the future, basically. So the simplest thing would be if I stay at the hotel today, give me a way to claim an NFT. Uh, It could be a POAP, which is the proof of attendance protocol, which is a specific kind of NFT proving you have been at a certain event or or place. So it's a kind of specialized NFT for these kinds of things, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be anything else. Could be just an NFT you have, or some NFTs you you decide to give. You you buy them and you give them. Um, but it doesn't matter. Give me something which proves I've been there. So let's take it from the cheapest way. Yeah, people tend to associate crypto with expensive stuff and speculation and million dollars worth monkeys pictures. But no, no, this is open technology. We can do stuff for free, basically. So let's start maybe from the POAP, POAP, Proof of Attendance Protocol. What is the specific characteristic of, of this uh, technology? Well, it's, it's done in a way that you can claim the NFT if you've been somewhere and it shows on a specific wallet. So it's easy to see in this specific wallet and it's easy to show around other nfts are a bit harder you you have to use OpenSea or some kind of wallets we don't have an easy way today to see nfts everywhere it's always a bit messy like if you get an nft on metamask you probably won't see it you know you have a wallet you have an nft inside you won't see it you have to edit manually etc so it's not really the way to go then what you do you go on OpenSea and you try to see there and it usually appears so if you connect that address to OpenSea, then you see your collection. But anyway, POIPs are more specific for these kind of things. So easiest thing you could do today, create an image, make a uh, POIP. You have to contact them through a form. And then every single customer who comes to your hotel and leaves you some kind of email or some contact gets, you know, I'm sure you're sending this email already. I actually... I really don't like when hotels ask me the email address because I know that four years later, they're going to offer me the 5% discount on Easter and I've never used it. So, but still you do this, right? And then you mail your customers, send them at the end of this email, a little extra text saying, if you are a Web3 user, click here to claim your NFT. And this is gold because it costs me nothing. If I'm not a Web3 user, it's just something else I ignore. I ignore most of the email anyway. Um, and I, it's optional. You are not sending me an NFT, so don't do that. Don't send me an NFT without my consent. Of course, you, probably you can't because you don't have my address, but let me claim it. That's another of the advantages of POAP because the claiming function is kind of um, made for you. 
with normal NFTs, you have to send them to them. So I get this email. Oh, good. I can get a POP. Do I want this to appear on my address? Maybe not because the hotel wasn't good. Maybe because I don't want everybody to know that I was there. So I won't click on the claim and that's it. There's nobody, nobody will know, um, associate this POIP to me. Okay. So it's, it's optional. Or maybe I want to uh, get the POIP on a different address because that was a business trip and I don't want to mix it with personal. It's, it's up to me. So for the hotel, it's really easy. Just send me a claim link and give me this option. This is basically free. And you are building, you know, not only you give something to your Web3 users, uh, basically incentivizing them to come back or to tell their Web3 friends to go to this hotel because it gives you a POIP, you're also collecting their addresses and they know it, you know, stealing data here. They know your, their address now is, um, is publicly connected to your hotel. And then you can, in the future, make marketing on those, like sending other NFTs, discount NFTs, vouchers, NFTs, whatever. We will think in, in the Web3 remarketing or Web3 fidelization space. Anyway, I've never seen this done uh, anywhere. So I went into the POIP Discord um, server where I searched for hotels and somebody said exactly this. The hotel, no, he said the hospitality industry is waiting for POAPs so hard. POAPs as coasters or hotel room bonuses, etc. when? And that was back in June this year. Um, oh, it goes on. Nice. So I don't know what coasters are, but anyway, he's, he's asking this. And somebody said, no, this is still him. He says, you visited X restaurant this month, hold four POAPs to receive a 10% discount. Hospitality industry POAPs are going to be insane. You see, I just found proof of this idea. And somebody answered, uh, I know there are some doing this. I remember we had someone on POP, PO Payton, like Akaton, Poapaton from San Diego. And I guess that's it. So what I did just right now, I went in, in a different channel and I said, guys, can hotels come and ask for a POIP? Now, to explain the two things here, one is that it's a protocol, but the easiest way is for you to apply to them and they, they help you basically. It's free. The second thing is Discord is really good when you need to go inside a specific project because you're basically walking into an office and ask, you know, in a minute. It's, it's insane how easy it is to get inside the project. It's also a very good skill to have before you invest into something. Go in their Discord and see what's vibe there and see if they're working, what they're doing, etc. Anyway, let's see if while I record this episode, somebody answers to me. Or you could go in the POP website, look for the Discord and go in the general chat and look for POIP hotels or just look for hotels in the search. You will find my message for sure. And maybe a conversation will follow. And, you know, from reading what, what those people said, you could do that. Like if you have four POIPs of for staying in your hotel, then you can give discounts. So you can encourage, incentivize people to come back to get more POIPs from your hotel. And there you've got a fidelization system, which is completely open. You didn't pay any company to, to keep for you or whatever. 
it's go, it, it's basically like having a free fidelization system. Now, um, other people will see it too. So other hotels could say, okay, I know that this address uh, has been 10 times in the hotel there. I'm a competitor. I'm going to try to attract this person. But you have their email and they don't. And today it's still what well, you have their email and the name and everything that the others don't. So and there's no easy way today to send a message to somebody on their address. It's technically feasible, but they won't see it probably because you need to be on the same system. I won't get into details too much, but basically if you have uh, their email address, their name and their wallet, so, uh, wallet address, so you can see that they have your POIPs, you can do marketing on them. You can, you know, whatever you do normally with your uh, past customers. Uh, others people don't can't really do this, uh, not specifically knowing the person email address. They can't reach them, basically. Uh, they can reach them if they make a very big campaign and say everybody who has a POP related to travel can you know come to our hotel, blah, blah, blah. But this is a much harder thing to do. So you still have the uh, say informational advantage for, for a while until somebody finds a way to make it easy to send messages to addresses. And somebody will say, it's easy to send messages to addresses. I'm saying easy to send messages is that people can actually see. Okay, enough with POIPs until we find out how easy it is for hotels to get them. Um, another thing you could do, again, I want something from your hotel. I've been there, I spent money. Uh, I Give me something, okay? Give me something Web3. And what does it mean, give me something Web3? I know it's grammatically a bit ugly, but... Give me something for me, which I can keep, which I own. Because I don't own the review. I don't own the, you know, the database entry in booking. I don't own the fact that you have my email in your mailing list. I own nothing. There's no way for me to make, you know, to, to leverage the fact that I've been at your place. Yeah, you know, I should, you know, write on TripAdvisor review, whatever. But this is not the same thing. If you give me an NFT, you're giving me something which I own. This is the big difference from Web2. I own it because it's not in your server or some server. It's in the blockchain. It's a final proof of being there. Okay, so give me something. And mostly it's give me an NFT. Uh, you could give me tokens, but let's talk about NFTs. Now, what kind of NFT could you give me? Okay, let's go to the next level. So we did the, the easy one, the cheap one. What about something more? Well, let's go back to the little traveler and traveler load um, projects we have at Trips Community. You could give those. Let's talk about the little traveler because it has an image and it's kind of more user-friendly. You can get these little travelers for free. Um, basically, you can mint them for free. The problem is that they are on the Ethereum network, so you're going to have to spend money. That could be something you could do. It depends how much money it costs to mint. And as you know, the cost of minting and the cost of gas in general depends on the you know how busy uh, the, the Ethereum blockchain is. But the last one, which was minted, costed like $2.79. And then you have to... Transfer it too, and transfer it is probably the same amount. So let's say it costs you $5 to send this to, to a customer. Well, it really depends on you, right? You could say, yeah, it's fine. $5 is great because, first of all, out of 100 customers, 
maybe five are Web3 users, and I want to spend these $5 on them because it also signals that they are valuable to me. Now, if I receive from you um, after I approve it, of course, after I give you my address, a nice um, NFT with a picture, a little traveler, basically, and it costed you two, three dollars to send it to me and two dollars to make it, to mint it. I would say, whoa, look at this. The hotel paid five dollars for me. It could be psychologically interesting and maybe those five dollars will come back or maybe not. Right. So it really depends on you. Do you want to spend five dollars? Like, do you want to spend the stamp to send the Christmas uh, holiday card to your customers? It's really a personal choice. Do you want to spend a few dollars for the for the gadgets? Your choice. You spend money on these kind of things, right? On fidelization. That could be interesting. Um, me, I would do it. It's you know, the, actually, people will see that you spend the money. If you give me a pen or any kind of souvenir, I don't see how much it costed you. Actually, I'm gonna think it costed very little. But if I see that you spent five dollars to send me a PFP on the Ethereum blockchain, which means it's more valuable there, I would probably appreciate it. Um, otherwise, you can buy them on Polygon, but they are expensive in that case. They are 60 Matic, which is about $50. That's certainly too much. But we had to put a price. Otherwise, people would spam them and, and basically mint all of them for free. You can also buy them on Polygon for trips. And this is about $12 now. So it's probably still very high. But then on Polygon, sending is free. But as I'm saying this, I realize that we may have a nice use case for little travelers here. If you are a hotel and you want to purchase a lot of them, we can make maybe a very, very cheap price. So we could actually mint them for you and send them to you so you can use them as, uh, as an experiment. That would be very nice to do. So you would have these uh, nice generative images, you know, little traveler, how it works. There's 10,000 of them and they've been generated, you know, randomly and but they've been designed by a designer so you would send something which is travel related to to them and um, yeah and it wouldn't cost you much okay that's the second level so you spend a little bit of money you make more a bit more effort and you give them something actually crafted nice uh, designed by by a designer etc in in the same area which is using existing NFTs, you could find, look, look online for some NFTs and buy them, right? Maybe they are free. There's even free minting NFTs and you mint a lot of them and you use them to send. So the same thing uh, as I'm suggesting with Little Traveler, but with some other NFT, you could do that. Um, next level, your own NFT. Let's talk about this. First, you create an image which is representing your hotel. Um, easy way will be one image and like, I don't know, 1000 NFTs, all the same. Second level will be a generative project like, uh, the leader traveler. That's much more, you know, much more work intensive. Um, so we're going to skip this for now. This is for bigger hotels and bigger projects. And if you do that, you probably don't need my suggestions too much. You already believe that there's, there's something there. Uh, but let's say one image, just a simple image and you create a certain number of them and then you send them. The easy way will be go to OpenSea and create them. That's not difficult. And I would use Polygon, uh, not Ethereum or maybe Arbitrium. 
But that wouldn't give you the, the real NFT because OpenSea uses their own smart contracts and I've explained this elsewhere. So do your own you know, proper standard smart contract. So look for some no-code solution. I'm not going to give you names now because I have a long list and I want to try them. Maybe that's for another episode where you can basically, uh, without touching code, you can create these NFTs. So first you talk to a designer, you get a nice design with your hotel, then you create the NFTs, and then you send your customers the email in which you say you can claim this NFT. And then the claiming process mm, probably should be done manually unless you want to build something specific, uh, which means every time they give you their address, you send manually to them. bit annoying, but you know, at the experimental level, you can certainly do it. Then you can make it automatic a bit later. This is a very similar use case uh, as the POP, but it's your own thing. Um, more manual, more crafted probably, maybe less effective than POP because, again, it's not meant for this. The POP is meant for this. So, well, there's trade-offs to, to be considered there. Now, as I go higher in the difficulty of, of execution of these things, uh, it becomes less uh, something a hotel can do and more something a startup could do and then offer the service to hotels. So I won't go there. Uh, I got several great, in my opinion, ideas for startups to do something and offer hotels these services in order to make it easy for them. Now, you see, I'm, I'm telling you this here because I assume you are a person who's really you know, ready to experiment, really interested, you're ready to waste time on this. Um, but you, if you are a hotel, you don't really have too much time for that, right? So it's it's not your core business. So I would keep it simple at the, at the beginning. Just give an NFT to your customers. This is the message. In any way you find applicable to your specific case today, Give NFTs to your customers. Give them something back. They will appreciate. I mean, who will appreciate? The very few Web3 users, but they will. And while people won't book at your place just because if you get an NFT, it is one of those extras they would appreciate when they have to choose between two different hotels and everything else being equal. Yeah, why not? Let's go there. They give me an NFT. So the effort is limited. You can put it into your marketing fidelization budget and you're doing something actually of value. Okay, what about payments? Uh, this is crypto. A hotel wants to do something with crypto and I'm not suggesting to accept payments in crypto. Well, I don't know. Um, if a hotel offers me payments in crypto, I'm not that excited, to be honest. I discussed this several times. But this is me, um, especially those people who earn crypto directly and they don't want to go back to the legacy fiat system, they would appreciate. The issue is always the same. It's really hard to organize. You cannot just accept crypto. There's so many crypto. Let's say you want to accept only the, the, the most official USDC stable coin, so there's no problems with volatility. Okay, on what chain? On Ethereum, very high fees. Okay, on Polygon, on... BNB chain, it's hard. And then people come to you and they say, I want to pay in USDC on Arbitrium. At the reception, I don't think it's going to happen, right? It's very dangerous. Uh, would you do it in your website? I don't know. Unless there are systems which you find which are making it easier, I don't think there's a lot of value there. 
at this stage in the future yes we're gonna pay everything in crypto but today um at least from my perspective that's not what would attract me to book in a hotel seriously also because you know i have fiat i have crypto and actually i want to use my crypto for other things rather than spend it maybe i want to buy crypto in the bear market etc so again very personal uh it doesn't mean you shouldn't explore that but um then you also have the legal and fiscal issues you know it may make the, the job of your tax man whatever you call those people uh, very very hard so they could charge you more and then you know i don't know it's one of those things where you know where you start you don't know where you end why nfts are a bit clearer because there's not money involved too much right i'll leave you with the last idea this came out at that dinner um, with this couple and it's actually interesting you remember how the traveler loot works you probably don't so basically we created this smart contract in which there are a certain number a few hundred words and these words describe person from the point of view of a traveler so this person like a traveler likes to go to five-star hotels the other one likes to go to villas a traveler likes new york the other one likes paris etc so in every nft which is generated randomly from the smart contract there's no outside dependencies there's no images on ipfs etc every one of them is basically describing a specific uh, traveler so you get an nft a traveler loot and this is your persona and then the idea was that people could build on top of them like if you are um, travel industry you can build on top of the traveler loot because it describes um, a traveler but that's another project what you could do that's you know high level high effort stuff you could create something similar. You could get our code, actually. And instead of categories of uh, how a person is, you could take words describing your hotel. So think about a pool of words describing your hotel. Your hotel in the city has these characteristics, these room names, and any other word which describes maybe the feelings you want to give to your customers. So your, your hotel is in a peaceful location, is a vibrant location, whatever. So you write down a hundred words describing your hotel and then when an nft is minted it, it comes out with a kind of a um, collection of words which describe the hotel and each one of these is unique that's the point about all this so you could have this nft which says hotel royal whatever in paris and thank you for being our guest and then you put a list of words maybe in a poetic way maybe you could actually connect it to ai and have write some little text little poetry for you and what what comes out here is that every nft is unique and every guest gets one and it's really unique pop is not unique right pop is always the same image and giving something as a present which proves that they've been at your hotel and at the same time is unique could be very valuable in the future because and that's maybe an idea for a big hotel chain it's not for a small hotel but having in the future i don't know fifty thousand nfts all of them are different right and every every guest has several of them and it becomes like a game and you can do things on those games and say everybody who has one of our nfts with that word gets a free night in our hotel in london 
and maybe people will actually start buying and sell them, trade them so they can get it. Maybe you can say if you have at least three of them, you get that and people will buy them online. So you, again, that would be probably good for a big hotel chain. You could create incredible marketing campaigns based on that. And you will go like, okay, but most of my customers don't have a wallet. Well, you can go another way. You could build a system in which the NFT is custodial. Like you keep it for them. Let's talk about this. I may have talked about this in a few episodes before, or maybe I discussed this somewhere in real life. But basically, the big problem is that people don't have wallets. How do you solve that? You keep NFTs for them in your account. So you tell all of your customers, we have an NFT for you. Come here and claim it. If it's a Web3 user, they claim it on the wallet. If not, they go into your system, log in and password, claim it, and it doesn't go on their wallet. It stays in your system on your own wallet. And it's for any practical reason, it's their NFT. And they can have 10 NFTs like this without ever having a wallet. And you can say, okay, everybody who has three of our NFTs uh, gets that. And they have three of them, they have 10 of them. There you go. They can access your whatever you know promotion you're doing. So again, high level, high effort stuff, but you can solve the, the wallet problem by keeping these NFTs custodial, which is a huge problem if you have to keep money for them, but you have to keep NFTs is a different story. So if you are a big hotel chain, look into this hybrid custodial systems for NFTs. And look at what Instagram and Reddit did. They did the same thing and it's been very successful. They removed the need for wallet. They made it custodial and everybody was on board. So check check that out in case it, this sounds interesting. Um, again, there's enormous opportunities here in my opinion. So I guess I should stop here because I'm getting uh, you know higher effort ideas here and for startups or big hotel chains. I wanted to do this for, for any any hotel. So any hotel, just, you know, pop up or any NFT you can create or lead a traveler, give something to your customers and they will certainly appreciate it. All right, this is the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. For more insights on Web3, follow me on Twitter at TripLuca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A, and see you next time.